All right, folks, we back again. We back, and my face is back, dude. The video is back again. We are fucking doing this thing, dude. It's very exciting. I took a hiatus from the video. I almost, I, I mentioned this last time, but I almost thought about not doing this thing anymore. But then I had like, I think two or three people last week be like, hey man, where's the episode? And I was like, okay, if you guys want it, I'll keep doing it. I'll keep bringing it back. What the fuck is going on upstairs? What? Are, what is happening? Um, it always sounds like kids are falling upstairs, all the time. Even if it's like just them standing, it sounds like they're falling down, getting back up, and falling down again. It's nuts. Kids are. Kids eat shit so much. Man, remember when we were kids and you'd be having, you'd be playing with your buddies and you'd be having so much fun, and then one of the kids would, like either you or your friend, or one of them would, would like fall or get hurt, but you're having so much fun that you're like, no, 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 let's just keep playing, let's keep playing games. I don't wanna, I don't, like, dude, you're bleeding out. It's like, no, I just wanna keep playing. And you like, you would force, there's like that space between you starting to cry or keeping the game going, and you wanted so bad to keep the game going that you would like just like suck it up even if your like elbow is hanging out of its out of the skin dude kid life was tight kid life you didn't have to give a shit man i grew up with a kid um i grew up with a kid named uh his name was actually kyle which is funny but he went to my school and he had this really cool kind of like mountain bike looking bike that he would ride to school and i always wanted it um Cause it was like, it was, it had like, it had the front suspension, it had back suspension, it had like these cool colored tires, it had, it had these like, had, I don't know, the, I think it had, um, what are those brakes called? The brakes with the disc brakes, it had the disc brakes, it was like this fancy bike and he would ride it to our elementary school every day and I thought it was so sick and he had, he had like, uh, he had a cool pair of sunglasses that he wore and he had cool spiked up hair. Um, yeah, he was the shit. He was a really cool guy and I wanted that bike so bad. And then I found out that his parents got divorced. And I was like, oh fuck, dude, that sucks. But, still have that bike though. So, you can't win them all. I, I mentioned it, but I started doing stand-up. And people like it, man which was gratifying and also very surprising, kind of. Actually, definitely surprising. What it was, was an affirmation that I'm not, like I'm, I'm not just insane, I'm act, I, people think I'm actually funny too. Because I knew for sure, and I know anyone who's listened to this podcast or watched any episodes of it knows that I'm a fucking cuckoo, I'm crazy dude. And I was, I always wondered if people laughed at me because I was just, I sounded like a fucking, uh, like a crackhead or I just said outlandish shit or if I was actually saying funny things. And I think it's a bit of both. I think, uh, people seem, people seem, people seem to laugh at my general demeanor, but, uh, they laughed at the jokes, man. They laughed at my jokes, and then the 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 mic that I went to, the showrunner came up and said, "Let's get you in on a Saturday night. Let's get you in uh, in December. Let's get you at one of the one of the headlining shows." And I was like, "Shit, yeah, I'm in. Sign me up. It's uh, it's really exciting. Very cool. Uh, very cool thing. Something I always wanted to do, but didn't really know how to." 
like approach it, I think. Either approach it or well, it's, it's very intimidating to do because it's just at the end of the day, it's you versus the audience, kind of. Like, you're just trying to entertain them. So that's, in, in itself, is 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 super scary because it's not like you have, like, a band or, like, a co-host or something. It's just you going up and saying shit and hoping they laugh and hoping they clap. And um, so that was that was a huge barrier that was hard to get past. And then also just how to approach it. It's like, like where, where do you go to, to do it? It's like, what do you, what's, the, what are the, like, when you show up, like, what are the courtesies? Like, what, how much, like, you can't just, you can't just fucking, you can't just go to a cafe and do like an open mic. So I had to, I reached out to my friend who I knew who had been doing it for a bit. And he was like, yeah, man, I'll get you into this. I'll send you all the info on like where the mics are in the city. Um, and that was super helpful and he's been great about that. And so I did that. I did two shitty open mics. Man, the first one, oh my God, nobody laughed. No one, like no one laughed the entire night and there were probably 15 of us that went up. It was, I don't know why you'd go to a comedy show if you, if you, if you didn't want to laugh at the jokes, because some of the jokes were actually great. Like there were a handful of guys that had some shit I was I was laughing at. I thought they were so funny, and nobody else was. And then the same thing happened for me, and I was like, okay, great, this is super encouraging. Not, and and then this the second one was actually great. It happened to be at like the five year anniversary of this open mic in the city, so it was packed, and there was a bunch of great people. It was. Um, some faces I saw before and then some uh, other new people, but everyone was like, everyone killed it. It was great. And that one was good. And then this last one I went to was, um, the first one I, it was like, it, it seemed like pretty organized. It was like, it was strictly for comedy. It was a comedy club. That's what it, its purpose was. And yeah, I don't know. It was like good. My stage presence was shitty. Looked at the ground the whole time because I have low self confidence, but aside from that, people were laughing, man. And the the host said I did great. The the pro guy that came up after said I was said, man, you killed it. That's awesome. And the showrunner was like, hey, we got to get you back in here. I was like, I don't think it could have gone any better than that. So I'm gonna be doing more of that all the rest of this month, and then I'm gonna go do that bigger show and bigger I'm meeting like probably 30 or 40 people in a small room but still that's huge I'm super it's it's a it's a win for me man I'm really proud of myself very very excited so that's kind of what I've been um what's been going on in my life for the last week and it's actually been sick because work's been busy too I've had a lot to do at work which has been awesome I got sick um, I think Wednesday or Thursday, but if I, I'd like, you know, you know, when you like, um, you can feel a cold coming, but you can, it's kind of far enough off that you could sort of fight it for like a couple of days or like a week. If you like, you know, drink a bunch of green tea and, and sleep a lot and stay warm. It's like, you can kind of fence it, fence it off for a bit. So I did that for, I'd say, I'd say like almost two weeks. I was like, ah, you know, if I, it was one of those things where if I had like a shitty sleep or I dressed uh, not warm enough for one day or was dehydrated for a day, I would have been fucked. Like that would have been the end of it. And that's exactly what happened. I had a terrible sleep on, I think Tuesday or Wednesday and woke up and I was like, I'm a dead person now. And so that was shitty. I slept for 14 hours that day, and actually that was, but then it, it was like kind of gone after, I don't know, it was nice, it, was, it wasn't like lingering, I think it had been processing in my body for quite a while, that it was like, okay, sick, one day, get it the fuck out of your body, and go, uh, bounce back, really tight, 
in Canada, okay, in Canada we have the CFL. And the CFL is the Canadian Football League, for those of you who don't know. And the CFL is, I would say, more or less a waste of money. And the reason I say that is because, okay, I'm a firm believer in that you shouldn't have, there's no need to have a second pro league in the same continent if it's, if it's not as good. So uh, obviously in like Europe where there's, where there's pro leagues like for, for soccer in like different countries and they're all great and they all compete for that tournament at the end. That makes sense. I understand that. But in Canada, like you have the NFL in the States, right? And then you have the CFL here. It's not like the best CFL team is going to go play against the Pats in like a, a North America championship battle. We'd get the shit kicked out of us in Canada. And I'm like, yeah, we got to X this fucking league, dude, because nobody gives a shit about it. And also, it's I wouldn't even say it's the second best league. I would say college football is way more exciting. There's uh, the superstars are still there, so you can still watch them, and you know they're going go to go to the NFL afterwards anyway. So it's like, why would you watch? Watching the CFL is like watching the guys who weren't good enough in the second best league to go to the best league. So they went to like the second and a half best, like the third best league to play football. You know who it is? You know who plays in the CFL? People that um, didn't finish didn't finish the degrees or don't have any other practical skills. And it's kind of sad actually because they because you do like dedicate so much of your life to getting good at w one thing and in their case football. And you do that for what like 20 something or like how how old were they when they finished school? 20 couple 22, 23, 24. So you do this for almost 20 years you probably don't work along the way or like pick up hobbies or or do things that's like your life is this and then you go to university assuming you're gonna get a shot at the nfl and make and make the league and then you don't and you're like okay well fuck me i don't have anything else like i probably you know i don't know a lot of them probably don't go to class they don't give a shit about class like have you seen last chance you those guys don't give a fuck and i'm assuming they're not that's not a small sample size. It's like, I, I think that's probably the case for a lot of them. So they do this, they give their whole life to the sport and then they don't make it. And it's like, like, what do you do after that? Right? So I think that's what the CFL is. These guys that like, they don't have any other options maybe. Cause they're probably not, they're not the big names, right? They can't, they can't market themselves in other ways. I don't think. I mean, you could start like a football school or like like a like become a trainer or something, but those guys probably still want to play. It is kind of sad that that's the case for a lot of those guys. I think actually, the more I think about the CFL, the more it makes me also not want to watch it because it's like, ah, oh, man, these guys are barely hanging on, dude. <laughs> these guys are getting CTE for no reason. Man, straight up, if you listen to commentators in, like, boxing and football, they're, like, the spokespeople for CTE. You can hear them forgetting their kids' names with every sentence that goes by. <laughs> and the thing is, they've all got a shitload of kids, man. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they've had concussions, dude. They forget shit. It's a super sad, it's a super sad uh, disease too, actually. That movie Concussion is about that. That guy. There was a guy, uh, wasn't there a guy recently who I think killed himself? Junior Seo was a huge one. I think that was like a maybe a decade ago. I feel like there might have been one more recently than that. It's, it's man, it's crazy to think that getting hit in the head that much, like, it just drives you insane. Like, a, like what's going on in their heads? And you can't study it too. That's the craziest thing with CTE is actually I'm going to look up what the name of it is because CTE, because I, I don't actually know what it stands for. Chronic Traumatic Encephalotetephitive. 
CTE. It's a neurodegenerative, neurodegenerative, neurodegenerative disease caused by repeated head injuries. Symptoms include behavioral issues, mood issues, and problems with thinking and speaking. Symptoms typically do not begin until years after the injuries. Yeah, so that's the crazy thing about it too is like you might play your whole career out and granted NFL careers are like fairly short, but like you you play your whole career out and then a decade later you're like, wow, what the fuck is going on in my head, right? I bet hockey enforcers get that too. There's no way they don't. You can't get punched and hit that many times and and not get that boxers too this man this is why i think i think uh i think the nba is going to take the spot as the number one sport in in north america for that reason it's like i think the nfl is going to struggle to to sell itself when more and more studying is being done on this and like the effects of like head trauma when um, the people who, like the athletes who are athletic regardless can train in a different sport and make the same amount of money, get out of their shitty situation and, and, and not have to deal with these fucking head injuries, who's going to keep playing football? I feel like football is also, like, I don't, I don't know anything about the equipment, but it's like, it seems like an expensive sport to play. Like that's expensive gear. I think, right? Like the helmets like are hundreds and hundreds of dollars. You gotta get these fancy cleats. And I mean basketball, you gotta get stuff too, but not to the extent like the football players have to get. For, for sure, mark my words for sure, NBA will be way bigger than the NFL in I would say less than 25 years. It'll be a more marketed sport. Even okay, you like you even think about it now, it's like the guys. Superstar athletes in the NFL, aside from a guy like Odell, who is internationally marketable because of like his personality and, and who he is, who, what, there's no one, like, there's not like an offensive lineman that's like an international superstar. Whereas in the NFL, you've got like Braun, Westbrook, um, Harden, Durant, Kyrie, like, um, who the fuck else? Like Jason Tatum's pretty cool. Uh, ben Simmons, like all these guys that are like like international celebrities for one. Um, like cool guys, personalities, and easy to market, and will likely have longer careers, like longer, like more longevity to their marketability, just because of I think the sport and and who they are. Right, so I don't. I don't think the NFL is gonna hold on like to its 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 spot as like or its its title as like the number one sport in in North America. No way. I think they're going down, man. I love the, I love watching it. It's great, but it's sad that they've um that that's like a price these guys have to have to pay. What a bummer. Man, okay. Have you ever... I, I... My entire life, I feel like crazy people always have honed in on me to have conversations with. And maybe it's the same for everybody else, but I've never been anybody else, so I have no frame of reference. And I know in my case... Crazy people, I'll get talked to by a crazy person four or five times a week. It'll be on my way to work, at the gym, like waiting in line for something, when I'm out for a walk, uh, like getting getting a coffee, like all these things that I do. For whatever reason, I encounter someone who is just totally fucking bananas and they hone in on me and have a conversation with me. It's, it's been, it's, it's super weird and strange, but it's also been like totally hilarious. And 
it always starts, there's a way that these things start, that these conversations start. And what it is, is they will, they'll talk, so it'll be you and them, and they, they're like aware of how close you are, and I'm sure they're aware of like how humans interact, and like common, um, like, like social, uh, whatever it's called, decencies or something. But what happens is they'll start talking kind of out loud, to try to kind of, they'll say some shit that no, that they know is a little weird and will, like will usually get you to turn your head or, or spark your interest, or spike your interest. And so they'll talk out loud and they'll start saying shit, hoping that you engage with them. And it depends on how I'm feeling, but most days I have my headphones in and I usually just like look at the fucking ground and try not to make eye contact. But some days I'll engage and the shit that these people talk to you about is, it's not really talking. It's mostly, it's just, it's pretty much just a lecture. Like it's them, it's it's their day. That's it. That's it for them. This is, this, this conversation is it for them. Um, but what they, the one that I'm, I'm trying to think of the one that happened recently. I was, it'll come back to me, but they just, they just talk to you about nothing for an extended period of time it was at hockey yesterday so i'm playing hockey for those of you who don't know i'm a hockey player athlete obviously you can tell by by my my fucking muscles dude and my my uh muscles and so i'm at hockey last night and i don't know and so i play on a on a team with my dad and uh we're pretty shit but we have a good time um, and there's a guy on our team named Pete and I don't, I don't, like, he doesn't seem to be friends with anybody. I don't really know how he ended up on the team or like what his relationship to any of the other guys on the team is. He's a pretty quiet dude, sits in the corner and he's like 300 pounds. He's three plus dude. He is a beefy boy, dude. Oh man, dude. He, he's the, he is so fucking round. Dude, I watched that guy. I watched that guy eat some chicken wings, dude. Straight up, ate the bones. Dude, he fucking dude. I yeah. After the game, I watched him eat some chicken wings, and I have never seen a guy. Dude, he's the. You know how? You know what he does? He did. He did. I was sitting next to him, and he literally just reached in front of me and grabbed like a handful of chicken wings at a time, and it was like in front of me, and he was just fucking devouring these things, and I was like, "You go, Petey. Teach your own." But anyways, um, so he's one of those guys that sort of in for anyone who ha- like didn't hasn't played sports like locker room talk is just loud nonsense that just kind of just bounces back between everyone in the room, and conversations don't really get going. It's kind of just like shit talking and, and loud stuff, and, and and that's about it. But Pete always sits in the corner, and for whatever reason, he I don't know if I always sit next to him or he always sits next to me, but he always hones in on me and he will he's not an intense guy but what he does is he'll start he'll put out like a just a statement and kind of hope i reciprocate on it and yesterday's yesterday's it happened at two different times it was awesome it's happened before the game and then after the game we're upstairs um having having a beer after the game and so before the game uh, I come sit down and he's like, so what shows are you watching right now? And I said, uh, honestly, I don't really watch that much TV. I don't think I've been watching anything. And he's like, oh, no sci-fi? And I'm like, oh, this conversation doesn't need to keep going. I think that was the end of it just when I said I'm not watching that many shows. Right? Is it not? And I'm like... No, just like no shows in general. And he says, well, if you want to watch any sci-fi, and of course, Pete, I don't really want to watch any sci-fi, dog. We just talked about this a second and a half ago. You watched any shows? No, not any sci-fi? No. Well, if you do want to watch any sci-fi, and at this point, I knew this was a lecture now. So I'm just, I'm just listening in. And so he starts listing off all these shows that he's watching, all these sci-fi shows. 
And he's like, yeah, they're great. He, and then he, he told me one, he's like, yeah, it's about this. Like, what if we, um, what if we colonized and populated the solar system? What the laws would be like? And I'm like, you got a lot of shit going on in your head, don't you? You think more than I think you do. Cause he looks like a sack of bricks, right? He looks like he, like, like he's a, he's, um, he's like a very stupid, smart person is what he is. He like never learned how to be a human, but he's like super fucking good at what he does. I think he does like computer programming and he's great at it. Like he couldn't sell his work to anybody cause he's got no social skills, but he's super good at what he does. And so he's telling me all this shit about sci-fi. And then I mentioned that, well, I mentioned that I had seen that I really liked and I watched from beginning to end the X-Files. And he's like, oh, I've never seen that one. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That's the only one. Have you watched Star Trek? And he's like, no, no. And I'm like, you're unique, man. You're, uh, you're, you're a character, dude. You're a stranger. I don't really want to talk to you, but I'd love to read your biography kind of thing, you know? It's like, I don't want to deal with this, but I'd love to have somebody else deal with this and then write about it so I can read it. So we had that before the game. We go out, we play, win, and I scored like a, uh, a champion, like a goddamn champion. No, it was a shitty goal. I almost actually fell over. But so game's done, and we go upstairs, and he says... So we go up and we're eating and he's going, he's going uh, just wing after wing and I don't really eat any meat. So I was just kind of sitting there, um, chilling up, drinking my soda water and he goes, um, so do you have, and like the whole season, so it's like, it's like beer league hockey. So it's like one of the things after the games, you just drink beers and I, I really don't drink, um, unless there's like an occasion and I don't think that drinking after hockey is one of those things. So, like, I don't drink after games ever. N never in the locker room, never in the bar after the game. I just hang out. And everyone knows that. Like, I get missed when they when they hand out beers now. And so, we're upstairs, we're sitting down, and I'm drinking, I'm, everyone's drinking beer, and I'm drinking soda water. And then Pete fucking sits, sitting next to me again, and he says, um, so do you have a local watering hole? And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, I don't really drink that much. Like, I'm not, I don't know, I don't, uh, it's kind of not really my thing. I don't really like just drink casually. And then he goes, oh. And I'm like, you banked the whole conversation on that? You came at me about solar system colonization an hour ago. And then you let the conversation die because I said I don't go to a bar that often. Petey, buddy. Are you kidding? That's it? Dude, try again, man. Let's have a conversation about something that humans have conversations about then. Okay? We don't have to talk about sci-fi or beers. But we can talk about like life or like things, man. Do you like laughing at things? Or, like, uh, I don't know. Do you like, like, you like hockey, obviously? Yeah, I guess, I hope, I think, maybe. I don't, actually, I don't like hockey that much. I couldn't even tell you who's, like, leading the, the NHL. Um, but, yeah, he put all that weight on, do you have, like, a local watering hole? And, and, and then when, and then when the conversation died after that, I was, like, what comes after this, you know? Like, what's what's the outcome that you imagined after this this conversation? So I'm like, oh yeah, I go to this place. And let, let it be known, we. so I live in the city and he lives in a suburb, I don't even know, I think east of, east of Vancouver. And I'm like, even if I had said anywhere, and knowing me, I'm an artsy motherfucker, dude. I like hip shit. I would probably say some weird, kitschy place where the girls have septum piercings and the guys wearing flood pants, and I'd say that, and you'd have no fucking idea what bar I'm talking about. So even if I had if I had come back with this thing, and let it be known that the conversation we had earlier when I responded to him, he just talked at me. He didn't hear what I said. 
He was just waiting for his turn to talk. So I thought I'd said, "Hey, I go to the, the, uh, the, the, the bang, the bang clashing beer bar." He would say, "Oh, right on. I like to go to Kelsey's." And then we'd be there. We'd be one step further and two steps back, dude. We would have got. We would. We would have gotten. We would have gotten nowhere. And. And that's just an example of conversations. And I'm not saying that PD is crazy. I know when I open this up, I said crazy people do this, but but it happens with regular people too. I guess is what I'm saying. I'm saying. You know what? I'm not. You know what? It's not even crazy people. It's people that throw out statements, hoping that you respond to them, and. That's not what a conversation is. A conversation is opinions and questions and some kind of back and forth. It's not just, you can't just say something and then hope a conversation develops out of it. You have to engage someone by saying, hey, what's your thoughts on this? Or like, did you, did, do you, do you do this thing? Do you, you know, that's how it has to be. I at least I think. I mean, I'm probably not great to have conversations with. I know I, I'm uh, I'm pretty stubborn and opinionated, but that's my that's my that's my thoughts on it. And so I've I've adopted this. So getting back to to um, me getting targeted or like honed in on by crazy people or just people in general with these conversations, I've adopted this kind of this method. And what it is, is I, so when they throw out the first statement, I'm gonna ignore it. And I know, I know I'm gonna ignore it the first time because I know if it's crazy enough, they're gonna try again. Because no one says, hey man, do you, uh, or, or like, no one will be like, what do they say? Be like, yo, fuck brains, or like, man, people are people are aliens. And if I if they say that, I'm gonna say, okay, you have my interest. I'm gonna, and what I'll do is I'll turn my headphones off. So I'll turn my headphones off, and then I'll just I'll keep them in, but I'll turn them off. And so this will be this is an example of like a public transit one. So. And then I'll wait, and then if it sounds, and then I'll determine if the next things they say sound crazy, funny, or dangerous. So if they're crazy, I'll usually just let it happen. I'll kind of keep my distance, I guess. I don't give a fuck. You can tell if someone's crazy or dangerous. They're not, it's, it's easy to tell that. You can tell if someone has a, it's gonna it's gonna like lick your face or stab you pretty much depending on what they say if it's funny I'm gonna start filming it because I can't not because that's 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 free real estate that's premium content dude that's that premium content that's what I live for and then if it's dangerous headphones are coming out and I'm taking a step back because I'm a sensible coward because I don't want to die dude I got a lot to live for. Well, I don't know. I got enough to live for. And so that's the way that's the way I approach these things. But there's other ones if I don't okay, so here's what it if if it's a conversation that I can't avoid or I don't have my headphones. Headphones are a good one because you can kind of be like, oh pardon, and then just be like, oh sorry, yeah. And so if you don't have headphones, Man, I will straight up, if you try and, if you're one of those motherfuckers that just try to get a conversation going out of thin air, out of nothing, just like saying, oh, hey, gardens, uh, bees, fucking, uh, the, the weather. If you say, if you mention the weather to me, I will become Helen Keller before I respond to you. I will feel my way out of that, way out of that fucking room. Before I say, oh yeah, the rain, right? Hit my head off the wall. 
I'm Marty Matlin. But yeah, I will straight. I will lose my senses before I engage in that fucking conversation. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you put me in that fucking weird conversation? How dare you small talk with me? Why would you small talk with anybody? What's the point of that? Just sit in silence, dude. Be okay with thinking in your head, dude. Be okay with fucking having a thought. You know, write it down if you want to. But don't share it with me. And don't share it with a poor girl. You know who else gets, you know who is the worst? Who always gets targeted, I see by this? is like small, sort of innocent, um, like Asian girls a lot of the time. Or just like small like women in general. They're always the ones who are like too nice to do anything about it. So a crazy guy will be like, man, I can't believe the last time my kid came over, he told me he's gonna, he's not inviting me to my grandson's birthday and I nearly killed him. And the Asian girl will be like, I. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, so that's Suzuki. And then the guy will just keep talking. He'll just keep talking at her. And she'll keep saying um, whatever she's saying, but in Japanese or Korean. Or even in English, if, she's a, if, she's, if she knows English. Crazy people don't discriminate. That's one of the coolest things about crazy people. They don't give a fuck who they're crazy around, dude. They don't give a shit. God damn, dude. But yeah, that's uh that's my experience with people that that uh that are crazy or just trying to start conversations out of nothing. Like we don't have to you don't have to talk, you know? We can just chill out. We can just chill. And that's okay. You don't have to always go fucking wild, man. For those of you who aren't watching, I've been playing with my mustache a lot. I'm growing out a mustache for you might not even be able to see it. It's so bitch. Dude, look at that little, that little, whatever you call it, muff or something. I've never had great facial hair success because my, uh, my hormones are pretty lame. Man, I'm thinking that, that uh, puberty for me was way more of a marathon than a sprint. For sure. Dude, I didn't have my first wet dream until like this year. It's nuts. And then my voice is still getting deeper, I think. And I still can't really grow facial hair. But also my fucking hair is getting thinner. Hey God, what's that about? Hey God. What the fuck, man? At least let me reach my peak before I start uh, receding resyndicating or whatever it's called you know what i did i like my hair peaked at like 14 and then the rest of my body was like puberty and then my hair was like nah we're not gonna let you get quite there <laughs> they're like well we'll let you we'll let you do pretty good we'll let you get we'll let you reach 94 percent of your potential but we're gonna we're gonna save that six percent for you to 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 uh to fuck with your insecurity for the rest of your life hey god what the fuck man God's plan, right? God's plan, dude. What is it even? You could become a millionaire or you could get hit by a car. Still God's plan. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, holy shit, dude. I've been watching this show, Rhythm and Flow, and it is tight. For those of you, it is so tight. For those of you who don't know what Rhythm and Flow is, it is... That show, it's a new show on Netflix. It's a Netflix Ridge. It's um, it's uh, pretty much American Idol. It's it's American Idol for rappers, pretty much. But they also go through like challenges of like different rap challenges and different like artistic challenges, creative challenges. So the judges are Ti, who I don't really I don't really have too much time for. I think he's kind of a pretentious um, chach. But also Cardi B, 
Also, I'm pretty sure she is, there's no fucking way she finished high school. That girl is so fucking stupid, dude. She sounds like a duck trying to speak English all the time. Anyways, she's one of the judges too. Hate her. And there's Chance the Rapper. Big fan. Love him. Very smart guy. Very well-spoken. Very cool. So there's, yeah, there's T.I., Cardi B, Chance the Rapper. They're the judges of this show. And it's cool. They go to like LA, they go to Chicago, they go to Atlanta, and they go to New York, and they do all these regional tryouts, and they get these great people. They're all like very talented um, young rappers, and they bring them in, and they go through these things. And I'm not done the episode yet, but they, they cut a couple each episode, and like as you do in any whatever competition show. And as much as I've been enjoying it, I got a couple issues with it. For one, film them talking less. The more that you hear them talk, the more I'm like, man, these people are fucking dumb. And it doesn't take away from how good a rapper they are. But the more you film them talk behind the scenes and like the prep work, the more I'm like, yeah, y'all are stupid. Just like every second person says, man, I put my fucking life into this, dog. I put my fucking, fucking, I put all my money into this. And I'm like, that's irresponsible, dude. This, don't do that. Save some of it. This is all your money, dude. You can do you can do rap for free, man. You don't have to invest. Like you could you could do it and you can love it. But you can do it after work too, man. And you can have a savings account, dude. Anyways, that's one of my things. I'm like, first of all, people are dumb. They're irresponsible, and that's fine. It's a very entertaining show, nonetheless. And they're also all very good at, at what they do. My second thing is if you want me to take them seriously, stop showing their stage names when they're talking. Come on, dude. There was one person, there was one girl named Beans. Um, there was, who else was in this fucking show? I'll, I'm gonna look it up because I gotta, I need more examples for you to understand. Rhythm and flow contestants. Contestants. Rhythm and flow. Rhythm and flow. Competitors. So we've got, what are their names? Can I, can I just see their names? Um, okay, so let's just say out of the, the, the top eight, no. No, because some of the original ones were so fucking ridiculous. Okay, Big Mouth Bo. Can't have that as your name. Ali Tominique. And you might be thinking, hey, is he Native American? And I don't think he was. So change that one. Who else? Flawless Real Talk. Dude, you could not have that be your name. You know why you can't, you know, you know what that guy's like? That guy's like a mortal technique. He's like, he's like a not that good street poet who like, is like, this is a fucking tight street poet name, you know? Flawless real talk. Dude, <laughs> that's not a cool name. Change your name. If your name takes that long to say, it's not going to catch on. But my boy D Smoke is a poet, dude. D-Smoke, a.k.a. Kung Fu Kenny's doppelganger. Dylon, Dylon, and Daikon D-Smoke, dude. D-Smoke, D-Smoke. That guy's tight as shit. And I haven't finished it yet, but that guy's gonna fucking win. But, so yeah, that's one of my things. Is don't, um, don't, don't show their stage names, but also contestants don't have those as your stage names. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Don't have stupid fucking names. You know why D Smoke is a good name? It's two syllables and it's gonna catch on because it sounds pretty cool. And then my third thing, which I think is kind of funny, is now I haven't looked this up yet, but I would be willing to bet that this show was produced by a white guy. And 
The reason I say that is many of the contestants, as you might assume, are fairly urban. And when they started in the first couple episodes, when the contestants were in the back room kind of um, locker room talking and loudmouthing each other, do you think they put closed captions in the bottom for the white audience? They sure did. Yeah. <laughs> they certainly did. Because I didn't know what they were saying. <laughs> I didn't have a fucking clue what they were talking about. <laughs> because I don't know what a guy from uh, the fucking uh, Englewood is going to say. I don't know what he's talking about ever, man. And I don't know what, what a guy from uh, whatever it is, section section whatever, sounds like when he gets angry. Because when he gets angry, he talks in Ebonics and he talks faster than I can understand. So thank you, producer, for doing that. Because that was a disservice to your white audience. Because <laughs> now we can all enjoy it. <laughs> but regardless, it, it's, it's a sick show. Oh my god, yo, we gotta listen to the fucking... I just, this is the episode I just watched, and my boy D Smoke honestly made one of the coolest songs I've ever heard. Um, and I don't, I can't find it anywhere aside, aside from the one online, but like you just gotta hear this. This is like one of the best hooks I've ever heard. Baseball hat, put extra O's in your letterman sixes. Yeah, niggas retire out the streets with no medals, but they medals leave veterans lifted. Yeah, uh, hand in hand exchanges got me high as fuck. Now I'm eager and dangerous. I could stack it up if I just hit a couple lips. I ain't no bitch, but if I get caught, the show gon' miss it when the kids pull up. When the kids pull up. We grew up on the west side, west side. I'm just trying to live my best life. Dude, he changes right over his, uh, his red Air Max. Yeah, listen. Uh, grandma cooking the kitchen, looking a mess, reminiscing, knowing you blessed, and the visions guide you. I smell violets and violence, sugar and silence, making melodies and beats out of bullets and sirens, reminiscing on days, sugar and violence. Yeah, full of the silence. Yeah. And then he forgets his verse. But it doesn't even, it's kind of sad and it sucks because he's killing it so hard. But his hook just, like, he brings it back so fucking hard, man. When the kids pull up, I don't know where y'all from, but put y'all dubs up anyway. Look, we grew up on the west side. West side, I'm just trying to live my best life. You damn right, said we grew up on the west side. West side, I'm just trying to live my best life. You damn right, said the kids pull up. Oh, God damn, dude. We grew up on the west side. West side. I'm just trying to live my best life. Best life. And we grew up on the west side. West side. I'm just trying to live my best life. Best life. When the kids pull up. Ugh, dude. That is the fucking tightest hook I have maybe ever heard. And we grew up on the west side. West side. And we trying to live our best lives. Best lives. Yeah, we grew up on the west side. West side. And we trying to live our best lives. Till the kids grow up. Ugh, dude, that was so fucking... And it, like, doesn't even drop hard, but he fucking... Dude, that guy's a poet, man. Ugh, fuck, dude. I, I, he's gonna... I can't wait to see what else he does. And he made it... So he made it through that level of the show. Like, he made, he made it to that challenge, and he fucking missed a verse, dude. He forgot his whole second verse, and still got the W. So that just goes to show how good he is. Also... At this point, you can kind of see how much better he is than even, like, the top, I think, five or six of them. Like, they're all pretty good, and they all, like, are fairly unique, but he's, like, so fucking so much better. 
Um, actually, no, there's there's two other guys who are who are who are quite good as well. I think, but like he's like that shit, dude. Dude, that hook was fucking so tight, and uh, the video was fucking sick too. The video or the performance, he's like, he he, uh, like the visuals he gets, man. He makes it like it's like it's it's a sad verse, and the hook comes in, it gets like daylight comes out. He puts his white and red Air Maxes on, and he starts fucking West Side, West Side. We're gonna live our best life, fucking straight up, dude. West Side, dude. We are. This is the West Side, Northwest, dog. Well, he's from he's from California, but this is still the West. It's the West out here. And I think uh, I think that might be it for me, man. I came in uh, I came in with more energy today. I was feeling better. I'm I'm hoping you guys. I'm petting my stash, dude. Oh, dude. What if there was like a point in your body? What if um. What if like there was a point on your body? Where if you poked it, you came. Like, what if it was just like, what if you like poked your armpit, <laughs> splooged? That'd be a nightmare. Anyways, I'm going to wrap this one up. Um, a little shorter than usual, but we don't need those extra 10 minutes. It's just going to be me rambling on about nothing. As always, thank you for listening. And thank you for those of you who said keep doing this. That was actually really nice. I will... I will let you guys know when my next, uh, when I'm doing stand-up next. I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna keep doing the open mics like every week, but the I think I have the bigger show is is next month. So I will keep you guys posted on that one. Really excited about that. And aside from that, yeah, go subscribe on. Oh, excuse me. Go subscribe on YouTube. Uh, do your best podcast. Watch on YouTube. It's just Julian Davis, but. It's the Do Your Best podcast. Go subscribe, go watch, go like it. And then Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's Do Your Best podcast with Julian Davis. Say the same shit every time. And that's it for me. I'm going to sign off and I'm going to go chill out. But yeah, do your best. Go, uh, maybe today go, uh, I've said it before, go make a new friend. Or go, um, go tell a thought to put a fucking shirt on or something. I don't know. Man, the thoughts are running rampant. I tell you. Thought pandemic. Anyways, later everybody. Thank you.